Hello, Brad here. Just to say we're super proud that the Friday 5pm podcast is sponsored by the Malt Miller, the UK's best home brew store. We use the Malt Miller for all of our homebrew experiments, as well as tapping them up for advice and binging on their awesome YouTube channel all the time. That's why whenever we release a homebrew video, we put a recipe kit live on the Malt Miller, so you can brew with the exact same amazing ingredients that we did. The same ingredients used by pro brewers. So alongside the Malt Miller's nitro-flushed hops, cold-stored yeast and milled-to-order malts, you can pick up recipe kits for our Five Points Best Bitter, Russian River West Coast IPA, and now the fastest beer in the world, a hazy session IPA that goes from grain to glass in less than 48 hours. Sign up to their newsletter at tinyurl.com forward slash maltmiller to get 5% off your first order. With the Malt Miller's amazing customer service and Johnny's 48-hour recipe, you could order the ingredients on a Monday and be drinking the beer by the weekend. Speaking of which, it's Friday. It's 5pm. So enjoy this week's Friday 5pm podcast. Hey beer geeks and self-isolators, welcome back to Friday 5pm. You're probably not travelling anywhere, but you're almost certainly cracking a beer. I think if there's one thing we know about isolation, it has meant that people are drinking more at home. Oh yes, oh yes. Um, I haven't actually started today because I've got a little bit of a cold, but uh, have you cracked one yet? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm well on my way. Nice. <laughs> um, I've been... Um, well, I put in lots of orders for our online show that we did on Wednesday, our live pub quiz, and so I'm still drinking through the remnants of that because what I thought was going to be a relaxed two hours running a pub <laughs> quiz and drinking some delicious beer turned into one of the more stressful two hours I've had in my life. It was it was a shambles, wasn't it? It was enjoyable, but obviously incredibly stressful that the technology was uh, kind of flaky, shall we say. Yeah. We, I think we overestimated our ability to use um, <laughs> broadcast equipment. And so in our desperate bid to make sure nothing went wrong, we did, in fact, just create many issues for ourselves. <laughs> hey, it wouldn't be the Craft Beer Channel if, if we didn't do that, I think. Uh, if it went to plan. Give the people what they want, you know. They want a bit of chaos, right? Although I think that they all, they'd all they bitten off more than they could chew when they got to the music round. <laughs> we did lose 65 viewers uh, <laughs> in about 10 seconds as soon as I started doing oh, the God, Vic yeah. club style. I mean, I am terrible, <laughs> so it's fair enough, but you know. Do, do you know, though, we still got uh, a warning from YouTube for using uh, copyrighted content that wasn't ours. So clearly our what? impressions were good enough for YouTube to take exception. Do you think that so was the screw you guys mocking us? Well, crazy. Do you think that was a survivor clip that we played? We played Oh yeah, it was clip. probably that actually, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Oh man. That's crazy. But, uh, yeah. So we can't put any advertising on that video, but I don't think that mm. I don't think we'll miss that one dollar. Those no. aren't the dollars I'm most worried about. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, so we did have a lot of fun on Wednesday. It could have gone a little bit better, and we're looking for solutions. If you guys have any input on the best way to do split screens uh, while broadcasting onto YouTube, please, please do drop us a message. Our email is craftbeerboys at gmail.com, or just find us on social. But I think it was a lot of fun, and we got a lot of lovely messages at the end from people who have been, um, well, completely self-isolated. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it was a great way to kind of bring the community together in our own little way. Um, obviously, we're we're just little guys, but anything where we can reach out from our, our isolation to other other people, I think it's really important these days. You know, we've got to, we've all got to try and do that 
in whatever meaning, in you know, whatever way we can. So, yeah. yeah. So we we were delighted to see that lots of um, couples were doing it. Lots of people were phoning up their friends and watching it together and stuff like that. So it wasn't just about watching us do it and chatting in the comments. There were people. It was bringing people together while uh, while we were online as well. So yeah. that was really heartening to see. So we are going to do it again uh, in a couple of weeks. We won't commit to what week because we don't know when we'll have fixed our uh, yes. <laughs> technical crisis. I'd, I'd be interested be to, to get... Oh, without a doubt, we'll do it again. I'd be interested to get some more ideas for rounds that we should do as well, like if anyone's got any great ideas. I wish I had a Rubik's Cube because I think that would be fun to, to, to hold a Rubik's Cube up to the screen and ask people which layer and which way they wanted me to turn it. Um, that sounds to me like a new version of slow TV. Uh, yeah, right. I think it'd be great. I mean, it that might not be like, a, a pub quiz format, but um, you know, if it was someone more attractive than, than me and you doing it, maybe that's compulsive viewing. Maybe if Joe Wicks was uh, was doing <laughs> that, a, a Rube, solving a Rubik's cube rather than uh, doing squat thrusts, he might yeah, still have a nation be- captivated. <laughs> or we could get Heather to do it. She was very popular on Wednesday. She got more more plaudits than us. She was, but to be honest, and, and she's she, definitely more beautiful than us. She, oh, without a doubt, she uh, she was a bit of a hero that night. She kind of kept it going when uh, the, the system crashed, and wow, uh, it was great she to see so her, many her frantic come. waving was was yeah. was helpful. It was great. It was great. <laughs> she smashed it. Yeah. So uh, let's move along to what we have planned. We've got some cool videos coming. We're going to explain what we're going to be doing in those cool videos for the next few weeks in isolation later. But we thought we'd do a podcast that was purely positive. So we've called it Reasons to be Cheerful, and we have gone out and found lots and lots of reasons to be cheerful um, with a slightly dark edge in that we're looking for the silver linings of the COVID-19 crisis. And there Mm. seem to be a hell of a lot of them. They do, don't they? I mean, this is the thing with with great tragedies. Often, you have sort of like like you say, a little glimmer of hope or a sort of side effect of less humans maybe moving around that that helps certain areas of of society in the planet, which we'll get into right now. But you know, yeah, you've always got to try and. I mean, like we're having, we're all going through bad times, but we've got to try and stay positive. Absolutely. And I think the biggest positive, talking of moving around, is the fact that pollution has absolutely plummeted. Yeah. Um, Both in terms of like the really short term stuff, like air pollution. Uh, I was looking at a graphic and air pollution in London's dropped um, compared to, I think it was compared to January, it's dropped, I don't know, by like four or five percent, which isn't much, but significant. But I saw on the graph in Newcastle, it's gone from being like not a lot less than London. To like not even really having a line on the graph. Wow. So I don't know what's been shut down in Newcastle as a result, but they are loving life right now. Yeah. In terms of of being able well, to breathe. I was about to say breathing difficulties. Yeah. Um, the healthy people can now breathe much, much more clearly. Oh yeah. Um, but generally around the world, I think emissions are down fifty percent. I read. Yes. Um, yeah. which means, uh, I mean, it, it's the equivalent of taking, you know hundreds of thousands of cars off the road. So it's wonderful news from a pollution perspective and hopefully people are learning maybe they don't need to drive to this location or something to do the work or or they might not need to go fly somewhere when they can just do it perfectly well over Zoom, which yeah. is probably the company benefiting most from this crisis. 
Yeah, man, it's great. I mean, you, I'm sure you might have seen videos of the Venice canals and you can actually see to the bottom of them and the kind of water's cleared up. I think, you know, obviously short term, when, we all, when we're all allowed to go outside again and, and take in the splendour of the world, we might have a new found respect for Mother Earth and not yep. totally shitting all over it. So, you know, like, hopefully this might cause some massive change in society. I doubt it, but, I mean, it's his reason to be cheerful, Johnny, so... Exactly. Yes. It could well happen, and I hope it does. Um, other reasons to be cheerful is uh, the fact that all the good humans have kind of gone into overdrive. Yes. Um, which has been incredible to see. Uh, in the UK, we're obviously very proud of our NHS, even though people keep bloody voting to give it less money. However, um, we we have, have been rightly uh, celebrating the work of NHS doctors and lots and lots of breweries um, have been showing their support by adding like donation buttons to their web stores. So everybody's buying beer online now um, and breweries like Cloudwater and you said Brewgooder, Brad, was it? Yeah, Brewgooder are doing a thing. You can... You can uh... Buy an NHS worker a pint, so you make a donation, then it gets delivered to them. It's just great, man. I mean, we should all be yeah. doing this sort of stuff if we've got the money and the, the ability to do it, because yep. it is a national treasure. And despite, not to get too political, but what the Tories have been trying to strip it down, um, you know, I think, again, in post this, we're going to realise that the real heroes of society are not your footballers and your... Uh, your sort of uh, pop stars, they are your NHS workers, your delivery drivers, your people that are stacking the shelves in the supermarket. All these people are heroes and they're, they're keeping the country going. Uh, lorry drivers. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know so, the, these are the people that have been signified as key workers. Yeah. Whereas, you know, bankers, beer journalists, we're, we're not on that list for, no, for some reason. No. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I think we're, we're, we're key to a certain demographic, hopefully. But, um... <laughs> small, small niche, <laughs> niche we're vital indeed. to. Indeed, yeah. indeed. Um, you, you say that footballers aren't heroes, but oh. uh, an- yes, <laughs> another thing I have on our list of reasons to be cheerful is Leighton Orient Football Club, um, who I think have had financial difficulties themselves of late. Um, since there's no football happening anymore in the UK, or should I say soccer, um, they have organised a 128-team uh, football tournament using FIFA the computer game. Amazing. Or should I say console game. God, I sounded old then. <laughs> um, so now you can watch your favourite football teams and the players from those football teams competing in a virtual game of football, uh, during which you're asked to make donations to various charities um, supporting the effort to... to minimize the damage and, and, and deaths from COVID-19. That's amazing. A little kicker of hilarity for the end, though, in that Leighton Orient, the organisers, went out in the absolute first round. Oh, dear. Um, oh dear. <laughs> so they don't get to enjoy that game too much. But so what nothing they much different amazing. from uh, real-life soccer, then? But <laughs> I've, I, I've, I never thought I'd live to see the day that Bradley Evans would be making a football joke Do you know, in our content. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know Buggles. Truly, we are in a new, brave world. <laughs> Um, there's been some, okay, so I was a bit mean saying footballers aren't heroes, but there have been some heroes. The 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 Spanish dude who is is he Spanish or Portuguese? Uh, I don't know which dude you're talking about. Ah, uh, the one is he plays for Barcelona, who's he's donated a shitload of money to Lionel um, Messi. 
No, he's... Ronaldo. Do you mean Real Madrid and Ronaldo? Yeah, yeah, Ronaldo. Right. Donated yeah. millions to help uh, uh, the Spanish, uh, you know, infrastructure. And also... I think that might be to deflect the tax avoidance and the rape case he's currently dealing with. But, oh, I mean... God. Okay, this is, why, this is where I don't know anything about football, so I don't know about rape <laughs> cases and shit. Oh, God. So he's not such a hero then, blimey. What about the guys up in Manchester that have their teeth? Yeah, footballers? I was going to say Gary Neville's given his hotel over to uh, to I think either the homeless or the NHS. I forget which because people are doing man. so many good things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's NHS. That's a nice thing to do. That's a very nice thing to do. Yeah, I mean, as long as it's as long as he's not talking about Liverpool supporters or players, I think he is quite a nice man. Yeah, um, Bless I him. could be wrong. <laughs> well, um, so yeah, yeah, footballers have been doing good things, but with the immense wealth that they have, they bloody should be. Exactly, exactly. It's how that works. Um, talking people not using their immense wealth to help the poor. Yeah, uh, it's been great to see Tim Martin, founder of Weatherspoons, <laughs> get his fucking comeuppance. Yes. So he was refusing to pay staff until the government grants came through that guaranteed their uh, wages up to eighty percent, which meant lots of people who have been working for like a week since their last paycheck weren't going to get their money for like a month. Um, and Tim Martin said he wasn't going to pay them. And then um, over 90 MPs wrote to him and said, yes, you are. Yeah. Otherwise, you're being summoned to Parliament. And so he ended up paying them. Great. Um, I mean, And looked super embarrassed. This is, this is what we need, man. A little bit of social justice. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, maybe that'll be another big change in that things like that will be shot down much, much quicker. Yeah. Um, because we're understanding what happens uh, when when things do get tough. And I think I saw a wonderful tweet from somebody going like, I reckon universal the universal credit system, which is a, an absolute joke over here in the UK, uh, is going to get revamped as soon as lots of middle class people have lost their jobs have to start using it. I, 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 I hope that uh, as we move forward as a society... We, we might start to look at um, universal basic income as yeah. a, you know, I've been sort of championing this for a few years. It makes a lot of sense to me uh, with, you know, a lot of, a lot of people's jobs being taken away by the machine age and all this kind of stuff. We're going to, we're going to have to reevaluate how people's time is valued. Um, you know, like there aren't going to be as many jobs in the future, but I think, if we can, if we can become a more caring society where, you know, people uh, can survive without, you know, having, you know, a full time job, maybe maybe they're helping in social care, or or at charities and things like that, and then they're they're being supported by uh, universal basic income. I think I think that you know that is a way we might need to just look forward into the future a bit. And, and kind of make things a little bit fairer. But anyway, that's, let's hope uh, so. Let's hope so, eh? I mean, let's we're we're certainly so. uh, kind of a bit screwed because we're both self-employed, and um, you know, this whole mess is kind of a bit of a downer for us. But um, you know, I'm just being thankful that I'm I'm you know I'm I'm sort of all right, and I'm not going to be out on the street. Uh, you know, yeah, we're still still <coughs> one of the lucky ones. So. Exactly. Um, yeah if you guys can can give to the nhs to say thank you or can give to charities it's a tough time to be homeless it really is because you're 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 near people constantly you haven't got a roof over your head so any charity work you can do um is amazing um 
Yeah, so that that's kind of the. There's only one more reason to be cheerful that I've got, and that's that Harvey Weinstein has coronavirus. Oh. Um, and now we're going to talk about what we're going to be doing for the next couple of weeks. Um, so we were racking our brains about how we can produce content without leaving our homes. We only had one video in the bank, which is our brew day uh, with our Patreon supporter Glenn Affrick, um, and our non-pastry pastry stout. We'll, we'll we'll save the details for that, but you can go to our social and, and see that brew day. Uh, but that video will be coming out in a couple of weeks once that beer is ready. We were going to have a launch. Obviously, we're not now, but we might in future be able to have a, a tap takeover or something. Um, but the idea we came up with is um, I've got in my beer stash about 150 bottles. I'd say about half of them are the kind of beer that you reach for. You're like, oh, I fancy that. And then you go, oh, no, but I need to save it for a special occasion. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I think that coronavirus counts as a special occasion. I think um, if, if anything was considered a special occasion or an act of God or a message, <laughs> then coronavirus yeah. might be it. Um, might just be it. Exactly. So what we're suggesting is that now, more than ever is the time to crack those incredibly exciting, maybe slightly expensive, well-aged, vintage beers that you've never had an excuse to crack. Now is the time. Yes. And that's what we're going to be doing on the channel for the next couple of weeks. So we'll be doing mini beer review slash sofa sessions with some ultra rare beer from my beer stash. Um, Brad, I'm... obviously, <laughs> miles away, is not going to be able to drink. I'm, I'm going to be salivating beers. at your legendary beer stash and looking at my slightly more meagre beer stash. Um, yeah. Maybe you'll finally crack that 8% dipper by Cloudwater that's about four years old. Oh, yeah, the V3. At best, barley wine at this point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we've got a hashtag we we're going to put out with this. Uh, hashtag beer stash. So we'd love to see what you guys are cracking into. Um, yeah, man, I think this is, a, this is a time to reflect. It's a time to, to, to just take a moment and uh consider and a time to get absolutely fucked up on strong vintage beer that's it exactly responsibly responsibly ish 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 yeah so go when when you decide to crack that beer uh, and we're saying you do it possibly even now um tweet about it or instagram about it or facebook about it you can go to our facebook page to to put it there but use the hashtag beer stash and then next week when we do this podcast and in the videos, we'll be doing shout outs. If you want to send us um, an audio beer review, a video beer review on your phone, send it to us. I promise we will either play it on the podcast or in the video if it's really good. Keep it quite short, like 30 seconds. That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, and let us know how you're celebrating self-isolation and the fact that you can crack these beers and not feel like you should share them. I mean, that's why I'm cracking them now. So Brad doesn't get half. Um <laughs> And we'd love to have a little bit more of a crowdsourced approach to our content coming so that we can keep different voices, different faces coming in uh, and give shout outs perhaps to breweries uh, and parts of the world making an amazing beer that we don't usually get to do. Yeah, man. Um, I think, you know, hashtags are, are pretty important right now. So obviously we've got hashtag beer stash, hashtag craft beer channel, hashtag digital pub club. If you want to talk to us or send us any ideas about that. Um, any other hashtags you want to put out there, Johnny? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's about it. Yeah, I, I was I was championing. So we had a long conversation before we we went live on the podcast of what hashtag to use. I wanted to use hashtag. I only went and opened it, um, which we, I loved. We did, 
<laughs> it's un- as unwieldy as it is entertaining. Yes. Um, so yeah, we didn't go for that one. But if you want to shove that one in, do. But Beer Stash is the one we'll be using to harvest uh, your wonderful tweets, Facebooks, and Instagrams. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's everything from us this week. We will try to keep these going uh, even though we're, we're not going to be in the same place at any point, both the videos and the podcast. So do join us every Wednesday at 4pm and every Friday at 5pm uh, for our usual content and do send us any content you want to get on there. Um, yeah, otherwise, stay safe, uh, stay isolated and keep washing those hands. We love you guys. Be kind to each other. 